Intentional Fam, Matt here, and we are on day four of 30 Days of Love. Mm -mm -mm. Today's intention is I am reflective. Today we will be contemplating without stress or worry. And we will be finding psychological freedom from repetitive, stressful thinking so that we can be more empowered with the ideas about love. Let's start over, because I just did a typo. Rewind. Hi, my name is Max. Let's check this out. Hello, Matt here, and this is day four of 30 Days of Love. Our intention today, uh, restart. Intentional fam, Matt here, and we are diving right into day four of 30 Days of Love by Amy Leo. Today's intention is I am reflective. And today we will find psychological freedom from repetitive, stressful thinking so that more empowering ideas about love can break through. So buckle in, sip on a mocha. Swing in a hammock, whatever you're doing, just do it. Do it, be it. And here's a little welcome video from Miss Amy Leah. Welcome to day four of the 30 Days of Love Challenge. I'm your host, Amy Leo, and today's intention is reflective. So, in the going deeper section, we're going to talk about two modes of problem solving and how one tends to lead to better outcomes and a greater sense of peace, well-being, and love. Check it out. So let's all drop in together with an affirmation on reflective. Feel free to repeat after me or in your head. I am reflective. Even though my mind will continue to re replay worrisome, repetitive, and even negative thoughts from time to time. I acknowledge that after a certain point, this kind of thinking is not helpful. It does not move me towards a solution. Today, I dare to, ref to be reflective and take repetitive thoughts less seriously. A clear, open mind is fertile ground for aha moments to occur. New solutions I couldn't have thought of when, un when I was under the trance of stressful, narrow-minded, repetitive thinking. I am reflective. In today's deep dive, we have some exploration into two modes of thinking, which are rumination and reflective. And depending on if our thoughts are ruminations or reflections, um, that will determine if we are closing or opening the door to experience love and connectedness. So we have um, 
a bit from Amy on that topic. So here you go. I can't tell you how many times in my career someone has said to me, well, I'm a compulsive overthinker. I mean, my mind is always going. It never shuts off. I can't even meditate because it's so busy in there all the time. And these folks really think that this is a personal problem, that they're really the only one that's up against this. And what I've seen is that all of us tend to revert to two types of thinking when it comes to approaching life's problems. And the first mode of thinking is is rumination. It is that cycle of being caught in a trap of repetitive thinking. It feels compulsive and it, it just takes all of one's focus and attention. And this type of thinking does tend to cause feelings of sadness, stress and distress, anxiety and worry. It feels really personal and the options for solving the problems at hand seem really limited or at the very least unsatisfactory from this approach, from this kind of thinking. I actually have a colleague of mine, Barbara Ireland, who calls this mind looping. And I think that's a brilliant explanation for this repetitive, compulsive, and often negative experience that we've all had. I mean, this is the kind of thinking that keeps us up in the middle of the night. The other type of thinking and approaching problems is reflection. And reflection, on the other hand, is a state of mind that feels much less personal. When someone's in a reflective state, they're more inquisitive, they're more introspective, more neutral. They tend to be more open to receiving new ideas, considering new possibilities. And I tend to see that when folks are in this state of mind, they're much more in touch with their own intuition and open to guidance. So let's have a little bit of fun with this. Here's a chart that details the different elements and experiences that tend to come with either mode of thinking, either rumination or reflection. So think about it yourself. When are you more likely to get new ideas? When are you more likely to feel stressed out? What about the likelihood of feeling victimized, that life isn't fair or things aren't fair? When are you more likely to feel stuck? On the contrary, when are you more likely to learn something new about yourself or others or the world at hand? When are you more likely to feel at ease and in touch with inner wisdom and intuition? When are you more likely to feel depressed or be self-critical? What about the likelihood of snapping at others or feeling disconnected from family and friends and society as a whole? What about this one? When are you more likely to feel a sense of urgency and pressure to fix the problem right away? On the contrary, when are you more likely to discover infinite possibilities and solutions? And at the end of the day, which mode of thinking do you tend to be in when you experience love and connectedness? Now, when you hear that, you may think, oh, wow, reflection sounds a lot nicer and it seems a lot more effective when it comes to dealing with problems of the heart and life's problems in general. But every human being goes in and out of these two modes of thinking. What can be really practical is not to try to stop yourself from ruminating, 
but to at least hold off on making major decisions until you're in a more neutral state of mind, until you're in a more reflective, clear state of mind. Helpful prompts to um, be mindful about the state of mind, reflective, ruminating. Cool. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Well, let's dive into the micro challenge for today, um, which is to spend five minutes um, by yourself. That's it. So you could walk in the woods. You could sit in your car for just a few minutes longer before getting out of it. Take time just being. Be there, take some deep breaths, and begin to experience the state of meditation without formally meditating. And perhaps that will be a good time to do some reflecting and perhaps notice when rumination comes up. So if now is a good time for you to do that, feel free to hit pause on this, set a timer for five minutes, and um, give yourself five. Five minutes is nothing. And if you're continuing on, we have a mantra for today, which is the best thoughts come naturally. Don't force it. The best thoughts come naturally. Don't force it. Sometimes for me, when I'm really trying to figure something out, it is taking some space and not trying to force it <laughs> while holding it present. In, in um, but not ruminating on it, just holding it gently and um, in navigating through the day with uh, uh, things just tend to arise naturally. So I like that mantra. The best thoughts come naturally. Don't force it. Today's science study from um from Psychological Science, from the article Distance from My Collective, from Distance from a Conflict May Promote Wiser Reasoning. And that's from the Association for Psychological Science. And that study shows that people tend to make wiser decisions when approaching their own problems from a third party perspective. In other words, in a more reflective state of mind. So bit of science to back up the reflective state of mind. And today's quote is brought to us by Albert Einstein, who says, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. Truth, well said, Albert. And today's inspirational journal prompt is to reflect on a problem that you have from the third person. And so approach this problem as if you are talking with and giving advice to a good friend. You could use your first name and do the third party language. So only um, using he and she when brainstorming, rather than using the words me, I, my, or our. And perhaps answer this question from a third party perspective. What is one piece of advice you give a loved one that you don't follow 
yourself. Something to reflect on from the third person and uh, journal prompt on. So feel free to pause this before we before we explore um, the last parting words from Amy. Feel free to hit pause and jam on that third party reflection. What is one piece of advice you give a, to a loved one that you don't follow yourself? And just a short little farewell from Amy. Here you go. Well, that's all that we have for today. I will see you again tomorrow. I look forward to it. Until next time, stay curious, take care, and keep rocking. Rock and roll. Thank you, Amy, and thank you, you, listener, whoever you are, wherever you're at, for showing up for yourself, giving yourself some time to see what's good in the realm of love. Whoosh, it's a deep dive, and there's a lot there, and typically will surface a lot of uncomfort uncomfortable things that we've been protecting ourselves from. Speaking for myself personally, has been opening me up, feeling more expansive and um receptive to love and the fabric of it all and so this has been um wonderful to go through this journey so thank you for joining me this is day four tomorrow we will jam on day five where our intention is insightful where we continue to lay the foundations for a life with more love thank you for joining me enjoy your day i will catch ya manana Peace and love.